Hey guys, welcome back to the Your Neighborhood on These podcast. I'm Bria. I'm Notch. And we're back with a new drama. Hope you guys like the new format. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about Move to Heaven, a Netflix drama that is 10 episodes and they're a little less than an hour each. So it's a quick watch. So if you guys want to check it out before you uh, listen to this podcast, check it out. But yeah, there's the- spoilers coming up. Big yeah, spoilers. Because we're doing <laughs> a deep dive review of it so yeah don't want to watch please leave i probably <laughs> forgot to tell y'all last time but <laughs> please go watch the drama then come back <laughs> yeah it's a quick watch yeah so, it's very good the synopsis of this drama move to heaven is inspired by the essay things left behind by kim sebiel a former trauma cleaner so the drama is about guru who has asperger's syndrome and his ex-convict uncle sangu meet for the first time after the sudden death of Guru's father. Entrusted as Guru's guardian, Sangu joins his nephew to help run the family trauma cleaning company, Move to Heaven, where in the course of business, they uncover untold stories about the deceased while Sangu tries to deal with his painful past with Guru's father, as well as the traumatic incident that landed him in jail. So that's the basic overview of the drama. Yes. So it's definitely based on the whole concept of helping um, people that have passed away get their belongings out to their loved ones and also sharing their stories and their life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're going to take you episode by episode and just give like give a brief summary of the episode and give our take on like what our thoughts and opinions, what we liked, what we didn't like, things like that. So to start with episode one. A factory intern's fatal in- injury brings Han Jung-woo and Han Guru to his room, where his goals for the future and love for his parents come into view. So Jung-woo is Guru's father. Yeah. And yeah, they run the trauma cleaning business together. So what did you like about this episode? So this one, it was so heartbreaking to watch this young soul just lose his life over something that these companies love to push on the youth that you have to work hard, always work hard. If you're injured or hurt, you're still alive. Continue to work, 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 because that's Mm -hmm. the only way you're going to be able to make a living, to get a financial job and everything. Even though he's a college student trying to get, you know, get his life in order, try to get the education he needs so he doesn't have to work those type of jobs. But the companies love to try to use that whole mindset of, you know, I'm the your boss, so I have control over what happens, and you're just a lowly employee, and you have to follow what we say. Because everybody else in the group chat, because they had a group chat where they asked who can go, and they made and they decided to do him since he's just a new hire type of thing. Mm-hmm. instead of a more experienced person and also someone should have went with him he should not have been alone this yeah, could have been a broken machine it could have been avoided if someone else was there to stop the machine in time mm-hmm. and stuff like that but as he this it's just like it's really something else just watching them go into the room and it's just a small room, you know? It feels like you're in New York City in those little apartment rooms and there's literally mm-hmm. nothing there. That's how yeah, it felt. Basically a it's, closet, yeah. It's basically a closet room. And, and then they tell him like not to go to the hospital too. 
Yes. They told him, you'll be okay. Ain't nothing. You coming to work tomorrow? That's what you coming to work tomorrow? Say. And then he says, yes. Even though he just got injured, they didn't tell him to go to the hospital. They didn't tell him to go get help. Nothing. They told mm-hmm. him to sleep it off and be at work tomorrow. Yeah, he slept it off and then he slept forever. So Yeah, he couldn't physically get up because he was in agonizing pain. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to go to a little minute clinic or like a pharmacy place but they're all closed at that time because it's so like late early in the morning type of situation Mm -hmm. so it's kind of messed up because like in the beginning you see in the beginning of the show you just see him going to the place and then you see how he got injured and him just limping away with his broken leg back to his um little room and it's just heartbreaking to see because in your mind you like go to the hospital Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what? Why wouldn't he have went? I don't get it. Like, at the time, I didn't get why he just sat there and lay there and died until you get introduced to his family. Mm-hmm. And both his parents are deaf and they don't know, um, like, proper, like, they're not educated people, you know, that mm-hmm. country people. So they don't know much. And mm-hmm. it's hard for them to communicate as well. So you understand his mindset and how his parents were proud of him and hoping he'll do well and stuff like that. And you could tell that he, his parents made him a loving person and to instill in him to like work hard. You know, that mindset mm-hmm. that most, you can see like in the Koreans that you're supposed to work hard and stuff like that. And for your job, you're supposed to go all in type of thing. Not like over here in America. You know, things are a little bit more chill. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's a good thing either. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, because like at the funeral, they finally get to meet the parents and stuff like that. And even that was that was such a great scene, the funeral, because when the company came and they like wrote to them, they were trying to talk to the parents and be like, here it was not our fault wrote on a piece of paper not our fault you cannot sue it was all your son's fault so they wouldn't sue the company yeah they said it didn't happen at the job it happened when he was away when he Mm. was outside the job it's not a company fault it's not a company injury so we're Mm. not at fault here's some money though yeah exactly here's some money here's some money but here's some money it's not our fault, but here's some money. Like, stop it. No. So that's what that's why I love this drama because they were like uh Guru and his father were just such good people. So his father, Jungu, like overhears the like members of the company talking about, oh, thank God we got away with this, basically. Like at the funeral, they're like, Oh, thank God, they're not gonna sue. Like, we got away yeah, with it. Just chill about it. Everybody just talking about it, like, thank God they're slow. Thank God mm-hmm. they're not that bright country people. Mm-hmm. You know, we got away with it, guys. <laughs> but when Jungle and his son were cleaning the room, they found his phone and they found the text messages that the employees and the boss sent. And then he showed his parents. So then the parents were like, Oh, you mean these people just lied to us? Mm-hmm. And I love that um, Guru's dad knows sign language. And yes. like for a second, I'm like, why does he know sign language? And then like, as a teacher, 
I remember that, oh, his son has Asperger's or we don't really use Asperger's anymore. It's mostly like autistic, autistic spectrum. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I work with kids who are like speech delayed and I teach them sign language. So like, I've, I've realized like way too late. I'm like, why does he know sign language? Oh, wait, he knows sign language because of his son. Which yeah. Which was cool. Yeah, that, that was nice. And he was able to like tell the parents exactly what's going on. You yeah. know, and the parents were able to say how they felt about the situation because they're like, we don't need the money. It's the fact mm-hmm. that we told our son to be a hard worker, to work for your company. And we don't understand why are you treating him as though he is in the wrong? Because they said that he was missing from work. He didn't show up to work in the beginning mm-hmm. when he clearly stated in the text messages I will be there tomorrow, mm-hmm. even though he got injured. He was a hard mm-hmm. worker and they're trying to like deframe his character. And the parents is like, we didn't raise our son to be like this. And you're taking advantage of the fact that he was such a good worker mm-hmm. and you just left him to die type of situation. Yeah, that's why I, I like, that's what hooked me with this drama from the first episode. The fact that you can go through like somebody's belongings after they pass away and get the full story of like their life, how they died, things like that. And then you can use that to help the people who are still living, help them process what happened, help them move on or right yeah. wrongs. Like yeah. how this company was about to just get away with this. You know, and stuff like that to help them understand how did they live their life, their last few days, their last moment and everything. Mm-hmm. And in the drama, they have a yellow box where they put the most important parts of the person's memories that they want to pass on to people and mm-hmm. also things that help understand what they were thinking in their last moments as well, mm-hmm. which I did like because in that you, you were able to like understand what happened to him, what led to his act what led up to his accident and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. why he ended up laying there in the bed and ended up passing away Mm -hmm. you know yeah because any other company like cleanup company or just whoever they send to like clean up would have just thrown everything away yeah they lost that evidence on the phone like we so it was it's nice how they treat the person's belongings and I love when they like walk into a room and like kind of like speak to the person who passed away yeah, gonna yeah help they do it like a moment of that. like a moment of silence and like tell the person respect. you know moment you know respect that the person has passed away and stuff like that that is mm-hmm. like really nice and respectful i like that so after the funeral and stuff like that now jungwoo and girl needs to go home <sighs> but you know things happen but before that they're still in the hospital and gurus saw something on a nurse and he started following the nurse but like we said he is autistic and stuff like that he's just following the nurse the nurse freaked out even though she's in a public place i don't understand why she would have freaked out my personal opinion <laughs> but she freaking out it was, a, it was a strange man following her yeah but look at it you're in a public place you could have talked to him she should have realized certain if a signs man was following me i'm not stopping to talk to you i'm calling the police 
You're in a public place, a hospital. You know how many crazy well, people are in a hospital? I, okay, I would have found somebody else. I probably, I wouldn't have like screamed, but like. The, the way she was I acting, found it's like she never met an autistic person. Type well, of she thing. didn't know at the time that he was. The way he was acting, I knew. I, I'm sorry. I, I knew. <laughs> Okay, I'm not just gonna react based on that. If we're on public, and he looked like a man. Like, yeah, he's a oh, teenager yeah, he's in the show. <laughs> he looked like a grown man. He he didn't look that grown to me. <laughs> he did to me. Like not I think he's grown. a teenager, but like he could pass. He looked like 20. a teenager for one, two. He could pass. The way he was acting, he wasn't like giving direct eye contact and stuff like that. You could tell by his demeanor, something was off with him. She was in a public more space public space okay i'm just saying growing <laughs> up where we live when i, I, see I understand people because act we like grew up in the same area on the street <laughs> i across the street no 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 if we was out in public on public transportation best believe i would have already had something in my hand ready to swing okay <laughs> but this is different okay yeah, when you don't know they're the in a hospital and everything she could have been turned around and be like, can I help you type of yeah. situation. She didn't have to act like, oh, what was me type of situation. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm a victim. What yeah, victim have you been yet? Okay. Yeah, it depends on the situation and how much you know about the other person. Like, he literally I don't want to like stigmatize mental I health. I want that type of thing. And she's literally like, oh, no, sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> Because he didn't even touch her chest because it was on her chest. He pointed. He did not touch you yet. Well, he didn't. She didn't know that. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm different, different mindset, but she if acted so, if, too if, much. If a man for a situation is following like that. me, if she a man is, is following a certified me nurse. She should have seen the signs. Touch my chest. <laughs> like, it's a nurse. We're going to have problems. She's, she should have saw the signs. She's a nurse. She probably dealt not, with patients like that before. She shouldn't know. But my first assumption is not that you have a mental health issue. That's not my first assumption. Oh, I I, I act like that nowadays because everybody got mental health the, I problems. I have to observe <laughs> you first, like on the streets of the city we live in. I have to observe you first and then try to gauge my safety based on, because not like, I don't want to stigmatize like people with mental health issues because they're not all dangerous. But some of the people <laughs> that I've come across no, I'm not walking yeah, down the, the scariest streets of King Sesson in Philly talking about everything's okay. No, these are no. crazy ones. Okay, they got mental issues and drug problems. That that's yeah, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with crazy. Crazy don't have reasons anymore. There's yeah, there's <laughs> dangerous people with mental health issues, and then there's like people who really just need therapy and medicine. Yeah, but let, let, let's move on for the situation yes but still still i didn't like the scene how she reacted and stuff like that uh -huh. you know the police and security got into it they went to the little back office the father came and you know dealt with the situation and talked about how his son you know is a little uh he has a, what is it autism is that yeah. the proper way of saying it for him because i don't know what the proper way is saying it. it's like I, I just know like people with Asperger's are trying to get rid of the term Asperger's and just call it autism spectrum disorder. So they're like on the spectrum of autism. Okay, so I'm just gonna say 
but in the he, drama they he's like, on the spectrum stuff, and so. stuff like that I, yeah. i'll go with that so he's like yeah. on the spectrum and like you know and they get after that situation now they're in the lobby and mm-hmm. the father decides he needs to go somewhere to the lawyer well at the time we didn't know but yeah <laughs> <laughs> he had to yeah, go so- the son the son he saw a fish tank. He he, he loves, loves his fishes. Fish, loves the aquarium. Loves everything fishes. about it. You know, he loves all. He takes Bee care creatures. of the aquariums because he knows how everybody else is and stuff like that. But the fishes are where his heart is. Yes, he loves <laughs> sea animals. <laughs> yeah. So the father leaves him since the son is staring at the aquarium and having a blast looking at the fishes. <laughs> So he was like, well, okay, I'll be at the lawyer. Buddy. <laughs> and then he like signs to his son before he leaves. What did he say? Like, uh, dad is always with you. Yeah, he signed that. He signed but at the time, they that. didn't tell us exactly what he signed. So then no sign yeah. language. You're going to have to wait until a little bit mm-hmm. later to understand it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he yeah, leaves. the dad is leaving. He goes to the lawyer. Then on his way back from the lawyer, he's about to go back to his son, who's still at the fish tank. And then he has a heart attack in the middle of the street. Yeah, crossing the street, has a heart attack, falls to the ground. Mm -hmm. In pain and everything. Can we talk about the, it was like a few people that kind of just walked around him as he was having his heart attack. Like, then people stopped. It was some people who kept walking. I'm like, y'all ignorant. But at the same time, in the streets of Philly, I would have did the same thing. No, uh, I maybe me like five years ago would have like maybe, but now five years like, ago, me still would have did nothing, and still now. <laughs> see, well, now that I'm like CPR certified, I do want to at least stop and check. Like, I'm not doing mouth to mouth. I would do I'll a look do, back. Like, I would do a look back. A see look if anybody back. else is gonna <laughs> get to him. If someone like, else is going like to get an actual doctor nearby, I'm not doing nothing. I'll let the doctor take over. But if ain't nobody nearby, I'll at least do chest compressions and call 911. I'll do that much. I'm not doing mouth to mouth because COVID ill. Even before COVID, I'm not putting my mouth on nobody. Honestly, but I will do busy, chest compressions. If it's a busy place and there's a lot of people around, I'm going to be like, someone got him. And I'll be about my business and go about yeah. my life. I'll give it a second or two. If nobody else steps up, then I will. Because I just feel like there might I do a quick look back. There stop has to be for another a second, doctor. Look, there has to be a doctor or a nurse. And somebody. then I go about my business. Like if we're I, I'm in, not like, gonna stop unless I know that no one else is gonna get you. Like if it's on like U Penn's campus or like a hospital campus, like doctor campus, like we were in Einstein, somebody's a doctor. There gotta be a doctor somewhere on the street. Even on my campus, I I would not do nothing. I would walk on by. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm not certified in nothing. I don't give people business. I don't want to be sued just in case you said I help. You can't be sued. That's the first thing they tell you a CPR class. They cannot sue you. Why do you think people in China at one time were just seeing people dying? They were like, "Mm, that's a shame. Because people were getting sued. (laughs) Well, like you can be sued, but you won't like you're going to win the case because any judge with common sense is going to be like, well, I lost a lot of money trying to win a case. No, you don't have to pay anybody. The judge like throws the case away anyway. What about the the judge looks at the case and be like, oh, you saved this person's life. 
But what about the lawyer I got? (laughs) I'm not getting a lawyer. I'm going to the judge. I'm going to represent myself. I watched enough law or SVU. I'm going to represent myself and be like, I saved this person's life. I don't know the laws, how that works. That's a whole (laughs) fiction story, okay? Some of that storyline don't make no type of sense. (laughs) Okay, we're going off on a tangent. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the dad dies and Guru is like, where's my dad? Like, it's been way too long. My dad is not back yet. So he drives the van. Guru could like not drive. So like, well, he can drive, but not well. So he's like trying to drive to like, uh, where is he even going? He's trying to get to his dad, but I don't but think he, doesn't he know where knows where he's going. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what happened because I think the dad he, was like, able to said, call oh, him. To drive to the lawyer. Yeah, but he didn't like okay, say the anything. Okay, the dad tried to call. The dad did get in touch with him. Tell him to go somewhere. And I think no, that's he just he... said he loves him. I can't remember. I, I it was a little bit a while back. I can't dad, remember exactly that scene. Right. Or dad mentioned he was going to the lawyer and Guru was trying to go to the lawyer. I don't know. But yeah, basically his dad passes away. And he has a uh, GPS. Guru is yes. Yeah. I, I think yeah. on the phone, GPS something. I don't know, but there was a way for him. He was going somewhere important. I don't have much in his head. Is, I don't yeah, know. I can't remember. <laughs> but he, he he thought of somewhere to go <laughs> and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that happened. And then all of a sudden, people are honking because he's not going fast enough. Yeah. And it's like, go around him if you have a problem. Don't honk. I hate when people do that. The person is going slow. Okay, but he was around. going like ungodly slow. There's two, there's two lanes. If you go with 20 under one. the speed limit, we I'm gonna not going to make <laughs> a new driver panic even more by honking at them. Honking is not going to the make them drive better. Go, go around. More. <laughs> go, no, you need to go practice more and get out of my way. I got places no to one has be. to start. They have to start somewhere. Okay. And this okay, is the starting start ground. Parking lot. Don't start on the highway when I'm trying to get Well, you got to gotta learn how to drive on the highway. Okay. No one, not everybody can go fast on the highway. When I see a slow person in the fast lane, guess what I do? I go around, zip in front of them and go about my business. Okay. <laughs> I do not honk. It's a waste of time. They're not going to drive better. Okay. <laughs> if they're going like the speed limit, like I go above the speed limit. That's just me. If they're going the speed limit, I don't honk. If you're going as slow as Guru was going, I'm honking because what is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? I'm not going to honk. I it's more dangerous if you cut to drive me slow. off deliberately being crazy. I only honk for people cut me off. Okay. If I'm not going <laughs> to cut you off later, okay, I got you type of mindset. But other than that, I'm going to go around you. If it's one lane, different story. I am honking. Get yourself <laughs> off the road now. But there were I two lanes. I was on the road and this person was going like, I think it was like 50 miles an hour. The first person was going 30. I finally passed them. They were eating chicken wings as they were driving. See, I, I don't got time we for were crazy. Go, we were crawling at 50 miles an hour because this person was eating chicken wings. That's why I honk because that's the kind of stuff people be doing. That's why I honk. Put your phone down. Stop eating chicken wings. We got places to be. Yeah. And that's yeah. My like I said, I, I'm only going to honk if it's some one lane situation 
one lane and I can't pass you, you got to get out my way or drive faster. Okay. But in the highway <laughs> situation, I just go around. There's plenty of lanes. Okay. <laughs> We're going on two of these tangents. <laughs> we really are. Yeah. So at the end of the episode, so oh, wait, so back to the highway. So yeah, and then um on someone's truck on that, the highway. that passed them. They had this plastic thing that fell onto his window so he couldn't see so he stops the car because he can't see now now there's beeping and all that people call the cops and his friend he's stopping on it was like a bridge he's stopping on a bridge namu. yeah there's two lanes his like neighbor I said. <laughs> yeah his neighbor his neighborhood friend namu shows up like yes. sobbing yes and tell him what happened away. and stuff like that and we find out that the father has passed away. Well, he finds out the father has passed away. We saw it coming. I definitely saw it coming. When he did the sign language, I already knew it was time for death. Okay, oh, those are all signs. Okay, <laughs> that sign language was also a sign for death. Because yeah, that slow scene. We know how dramas work. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they didn't tell us what he signed yet. Oh, he dying. Mm-hmm. He is not going to be here anymore. <laughs> So does, and then the uncle shows up. Is that the end of the first episode or the beginning? Yeah, when the, the uncle shows up. The uncle shows up. The lawyer At shows, the, the the lawyer, you know, well, that's in second part, but yeah, the uncle shows up and he's saying, this is my house mm-hmm. with his craziness. And that's yes. episode one, finish. Okay. Finally got So we'll try that. to go through the next episode a little faster. We'll try to stay on focus, yes. you know? <laughs> you know? So episode two. Chosango moves in with Guru and becomes his legal guardian and new colleague for the uh, the for move to heaven. And Guru searches for a mother's message and her stash of cash and bank receipts. This was probably one of the nastiest ones. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So, beginning of the episode, the lawyer comes and tells him, "Yeah, this is your uncle, you know." And he's here to be your guardian now. And the uncle's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm here, you know, and stuff like that. But the friend is like three months, three months yeah. to get it together. Yeah. But the friend was like, uh, I'll trust this. He look weird. <laughs> yeah. Namu was like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> he looked a little off, you know, but in the lawyer office, well, they tell us now to the viewers that, um, the uncle, what's his name again? <sighs> Sangu. Sangu. He just came out of prison. You know, right. he had a little sentence. <laughs> a little, that was not a little sentence. Was he in there for like how long? Seven years? He was in there for a minute. I wasn't. I really thought it was a year. Maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but he was in there for a little bit. You know, he was in jail. I don't care how long he was in there. He was in there. It all depends. <laughs> but he was in jail, just came out. And a lawyer got him, you know, convenient time. And the father just died and he just came out of jail. Ooh, mm. destiny. <laughs> destiny. <laughs> it was his destiny at this point. Okay. <laughs> the, the timing just worked out so well. So the lawyer tells him, you know, you need to be the guardian. At first he was like, the dad uh, put no. He was like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to take care of no kid. <laughs> and no, then, then he said, you get the house. When he found out there was an inheritance, he was like, oh, wait a minute. Let me let me just wait. Mm-hmm. You know, I can get money out of this. <laughs> right, exactly. 
Money and, so, and a roof? Yeah, money and a house. So he, you know, agrees to the three months, you know, like um, trial period, trial period and everything. So they meet and stuff like them. And he's just a hot mess. Uh, definitely a hot mess. He looked like a whole hobo, but he did come out of prison. <laughs> I know he was trying to sleep in the, the dad's room and Guter was like, no, that, that's my dad's room. Mm-mm, that's not happening. Not happening. And he and he put his ass in the tent. Yeah, girl got room. him a tent. Was like, you stay here. This is your home. This is your space in the living room. Right. And stuff I love like how that. The, the first night, Guru didn't trust him, so he slept handcuffed to the or tied to the door. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I don't trust you. Mm-mm. You're not my kinfolk yet. Kinfolk. <laughs> <laughs> He was not yeah, and like Tango was like a mess. He like he has trash everywhere. He's just, and Guru has to clean up after him. He is like a this bum. grown man. He is the definition of a bum in a tent in the house yes. though. Yes. Like the man, he could have been on the street. How he was looking in that whole living room. <laughs> he looked like he was actually one of those homeless people out on the street. But this man mm-hmm. was in a whole house acting mm-hmm. like a bum though. Yes, because <laughs> Guru made breakfast like he normally does for him and his dad but since his dad passed away you know the sangu was like oh that's for me he was like uh no no you thought <laughs> you thought <laughs> not happening <laughs> that was also like so like like bittersweet like sad and happy because he really just left the spot for his dad like filled his cup of everything like yeah oh, and was, he also like oh. you know he's telling he like when his dad was trying to teach him how to make an egg before he passed and stuff mm-hmm. like that because the dad was sick and so he knew yeah, what he was knew. happening so yeah. he was trying to like teach him things that's why he got the license to drive it's not good mm-hmm. at it though i would not recommend him to do it again but <laughs> he'll learn eventually yeah he's still young <laughs> so then him and sangu go on their first uh call to clean up after a woman passed away so they get there and it was like a man and a woman and they, those were his her kids right so the man was the son and yeah. that's his wife oh yeah so when they get there they over there talking about we don't care what happens just get the stuff Where, out there the money? stuff like that but give us an update on you know what items you took out because they think they're gonna they think like Sangu and girls gonna take money or cash that's probably hidden yeah. because oh, no, apparently they can't find the cash themselves yeah they wanted to go in <laughs> and find the cash or they yeah, wanted like a bank statement or like something to like to yeah. get into her bank account yeah they just wanted the money they just wanted yeah. to know if this lady had money because we find out from the neighbors as they're cleaning up that they don't show up that often and stuff like yeah. that so they weren't the real ones they just here mm-hmm. for the money now yeah type of thing they at first i definitely did hate both of them i definitely mm-hmm. did not like either one of them mm-hmm. but yeah they finally you know go through the room and they find stuff to put in the yellow box that you know talk about the um like memories like pictures and things like that to get to the sun and stuff like that but they're like we don't oh, need that where trash. is the bank statement where's the money <laughs> Like we they didn't want to hear none of that and it was just they like nothing from the mom they just wanted the money and then yeah. 
So what happened to the woman was they found her how much like two weeks after she died or something like she yeah, was in she, there she died. She was she was um older and she slowly died. It seemed like she was also suffering from dementia or yeah dementia as well yeah. in her old age too. Mm-hmm. So she slowly died mm-hmm. and stuff like that. If her son was there, he could have helped, but. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't. So she slowly died by herself, and they didn't find out until weeks later. So, yeah, so her body was just sitting there. Yeah. And, and it decayed over a when, while. Yes. Yeah. So when they first went into the room, like Sangu, like basically threw up at the smell because it smelled He's new to so it. He, he, he knew to it. And he's new. <laughs> and Guru was fine. Guru was chilling. But it was just like nasty. another day, another dollar. Let's go. <laughs> So yeah, so, and then, so after they, like, tell the, the son, like, here's her stuff, and he was like, nah, throw in the trash, where's the money? So Guru was like, oh, I found the money, and he lifts up the mat where the woman died, and the money is under, like, where she died, so all the money is so it's like in blood. bodily nastiness, yes. decay, and just disgusting mess, and you know what they do? They're like, can you wash it? They asked can you wash the money because it was a lot of money. And it was a lot of money with their bare hands. That's a, that's body juice, and they just grabbing it. And they're like, hands. "Can you clean that up for me?" You know, because girls girl said, "Yeah, you could clean the money." And they're like, "Oh, can you do that for me while while I, you know, go about my life?" And homegirl was like, "I counted it. Don't take that." Like, yeah. She was, she, that woman was a mess it was just so disgusting to see them try to take so the money and i'm just like really this is and what y'all greed greed is something man <sighs> so disgusting so yeah so as guru is cleaning the money he like finds a message in the money that we don't find out till later yeah so anything else happened episode two well, the best friend don't like the uncle. The uncle's like, get out of my face, little girl. She was mm-hmm. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and the her mother doesn't like the fact that she's over there so much. She's mm-hmm. like, get a job, go to school type of thing. Because they just graduated. Life. <laughs> you know, do something with your life. <laughs> Stop going over there to play. <laughs> yeah, okay, I would so- say that like sums up episode two. Unless something totally crazy happened that we're forgetting. <laughs> don't remember. I mean, nothing much really. You know, Sango's trying to like get his foot into, you know, figuring out what's going on. They're trying mm-hmm. to, you know, work out the issues. But other than that, not really. We is just this ended we were off- introduced to like Sangu being a fighter? Hmm. Was it this kind of, but not there? really. It was like yeah. snippets type of yeah. thing. That lady didn't show up yet. <laughs> that's yeah, all. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's episode two. In episode three, a suit owner reveals a mother's longstanding wish. Sangu is reminded of his costly promise, and the trauma cleaners arrive at a bloody crime scene. So episode three picks up where episode two left off. So we learn that the the girl. Okay, wait. No, remember Sangu threw the box away. Yes, that's he what we forgot about. Trash. So Sangu was like, well, they said it was trash, so it is trash. So they left it in the trash in the back of the dig through the dump to find this box. 
I'm like the way this drama like set it up was that they were digging for a while and then they turned around and it was right on top of the pile. Like y'all, yeah, it was closer to the in. exit, honestly. Yeah, I'm like y'all didn't see that when y'all first walked in. Whatever. I don't know. Y'all could have anyway. started at the front. Y'all didn't have to work all the way in the back. <laughs> right, they was digging for forever. <laughs> anyway, so they finally get to the box because Guru was like, "No, there's something important in there that I need to show the son." And Sangu was like, "They wanted it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Why are we doing this?" So we finally get the box back, and um, Guru shows the son that there is, what was it, like a shirt or a sweater or something? It was like a shirt, like an expensive shirt that the son had brought for his mother with like his first paycheck. It was and like a thermal thing yeah, for oh yeah, people thermal, to wear yeah. type of thing. And like, like before that, they had traced back her memories, like what she did every day type of thing, because she was like clockwork with her money. Like she would mm-hmm. go to the bank, get the money out, then she would walk this certain path, you know, come back home. She also at the bank would make a phone call. So they traced all that back mm-hmm. and brought and where, why she was taking out the money. So, yeah. So when they met the son, they showed the bank and like told them, told him like what her steps were, what she did all the time and things like that. So. He was not hearing it though. He was like, I don't mm-hmm. want to hear this and stuff like that. And it was just like, just give me the money and let me go yeah. about my life. And then the girl runs away with the money to get him. Yeah, to because go to the he's like, owner. I have to show him this. Mm-hmm. So they run, 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 run. And they finally catch up to him. And he's right in front of a um a the place. Store. Yeah, where they, you know, tailored suits for like men and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, then- they finally get there. And the suit owner says, oh, that your mom was like saving up money to buy you this suit. And even then he's like, so? <laughs> so then Guru, they finally like walk in the store, sit down. And Guru's like, no, here, look. And that's when he sees that his mom had saved the thermal shirt that he bought her all those years ago. And he like breaks down and has a whole moment. Yeah, because he was like, why are you making me feel guilty type of right. thing? But like, like, yeah, because at first he was like, I don't want the suit. Just give me the money type of thing, because you could tell like he was like trying to like forget everything about. Yeah, like he was trying to be like, no, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. But they kept Mm -hmm. like telling him like, this is who your mother was. She loved you this and that Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, because that was like the first time he like really bought her a present after working. Cause like, mm-hmm. that's a big thing where like with, um, in the Korean culture, I noticed. So like, uh, once a, like a child starts their a first official job, they will always like buy something for their parents. And it's usually like some type of like, um, thermal suit, like socks, things like that, blanket and whatnot and heating pad or something like that, something like sweet like that. And they would give it to their parents. Like I have noticed that in other dramas, so it's just like one of those situations and to find out that she never wore it but kept it as a keepsake is something mm-hmm. that really like broke finally broke his like facade mm-hmm. like I didn't care about her but he truly did it was because yeah, just- she was going to the bank every day taking out the same amount of money and then how they like how mainly how they found out but she was writing on the back of the money for my son's suit and that's kind of that helped Guru piece it together because he saw that when he was cleaning the money. Yeah. Yeah. So he was 
he was saving money. She was saving money every day to buy her son that suit that she saw in the window. And the suit owner guy was like, yeah, I'll save it for you. Just bring your son in and we can get it tailored. Yeah, because she did the same thing every day. The reason why she was taking out the money because it was the money for the suit. Mm-hmm. But whenever she called, she never said anything. And her son on the other end was like, stop calling me. And then mm-hmm. click type of thing. So mm-hmm. she never got to really say it. And plus the dementia that she had was also working into play. That's why she kept on doing everything mm-hmm. on repeat, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so the son finally understands what his mother wanted and things like that broke down. You know, he mm-hmm. finally see the light. I don't know about his wife, though. And that's a whole yeah. story. I don't care about that one. <laughs> <laughs> you should have left that one. <laughs> yeah, so then at the end of the episode, we um we get to another scene. And this one is a crime scene. So they walk in the apartment and there is just blood all over the floor. Yeah. And again, well, this time the and friend a, and comes. A tape outline. They don't do tape outlines anymore. That was so dramatic. But it was a whole tape outline. How? How? First of all, how, why they tape over the blood? They don't do that. Yeah, and it was the just weird. outline <laughs> thing. They don't do that anymore. I don't think so. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. No, they definitely don't. I feel like they don't because it's uh, why mm, crime scenes. They do it for crime scenes. Anything else, they don't care. No, no, because they need to know where the body was. So they can reenact the situation even if afterwards they clean up. No, that's why they take pictures. A picture? Because with the tape, now you can see the crime scene. scene. Okay, some of these people are not that smart, smart. Okay, (laughs) that are detectives. They're more like, I I know how to get the stuff done. But I'm not good at figuring out locations based on the picture. I so also, tell I so me exactly surprised. where it is. <laughs> I was so surprised when Hong Suk from Pentagon was in this. He showed up as the police officer. I'm like, wait. Oh, that's who it was? was yes, I knew I knew his face. I didn't. I, I was, was just like, this. who is this idol wearing I did a not suit? take him seriously as a police that officer. That police suit did not fit him well. At all. Thank <laughs> you. I could not take him seriously as a police officer. I was like, this is a whole child. Who we'll go back to dancing. <laughs> <laughs> right. He still looks like a child. I was just like, this is not believable. But yeah, they're <laughs> friends. And uh, Namu, is that her name? Mm-hmm. She finally came. She's finally joining the team in secrecy. You know, she told her dad to keep it. Yeah, keep it on the hush hush. She tried to work (laughs) her way around her mother to try to help them. So she gets there too. And they're like, oh my God, such a horrible scene and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's the end of this episode. And now we get to episode four. Yes. And also in episode three, we're introduced to like Sangu as a fighter and like basically that he Yeah, he does illegal fighting into fighting. He does illegal fighting and stuff like that. And the lady's trying to get him to fight again because, well, he knows he can win and stuff like that. And she's using some type of leverage over him. But we'll get more into that a little bit later. Yeah. So episode four, a user manual for a device unseen at the crime scene keeps Guru up at night. And Sangu must make a loan payment by putting up either cash or his fist. So, yeah, so Guru, like, goes through the crime scene and, like, cleans up after, um, cleans up after the woman who was stabbed by her boyfriend. 
So yes. it starts, does it start with like the interrogation of the boyfriend? He's saying it's yes. an accident. Yes. She so was like trying to stab spe- me first. Yeah, he's saying like, I don't know what was wrong with her. She just went to a frantic rage and grabbed a knife and tried to attack me. And All I did we was defend myself. And we fell and I stabbed her by accident. I knew, yeah. I knew from the first second. Oh my God, uh-uh. as soon as I saw him cry in the investigation room, I was like, you dirty snake, you a lie. <laughs> you a lie. I, I don't believe a word that's at coming all. out your mouth. <laughs> I ain't believe him trash. not one bit, okay? Not at all. So in this case, I was like, let me hear more. So like we found out more about the case that this was the whole thing of he might be a stalker. They might be lovers. They might not be type of thing. Because it was a whole bunch of like, he's a stalker though, but they're dating though. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. how does that work? Mm -hmm. Are they dating or is he a stalker? So then they talked to the woman's uh, like co-workers because she worked at a daycare. So they talked to the woman's co-worker. I related to this one so hard because I work at a daycare. I know you would. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) this is so brilliant right here. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so I related to this a lot. Not to, like, being stabbed, but to the daycare part. (laughs) Yeah, because she, you know, her profession. I was like, oh, this relates back to Bria and stuff like that. I'm like, but this does not help. This lady got murdered. (laughs) (laughs) So they talked to her co-worker, and her co-worker, like, knew the tea. She was like, "Uh uh-uh. She did not like him. He was a stalker. And, like, they showed how, like, she used to be such a happy, cheerful teacher that as his stalking and harassment continue, like she just didn't have the same energy, the same like vibrant personality. And like her coworker who was her friend could tell. So they got in touch with her coworker because in her personal belongings, she had knit, what was it like baby shoes or like baby clothes? Yeah, for... she was in the process of it. She didn't finish it all the way. So they gave her what she did so far and stuff like that. Yeah, because the coworker was pregnant. So yeah, the, the woman who died, was going to give it to her as a gift for the baby yeah so, and, and that's the, how they find out all the details of like yeah you know, because like the co- she was not into him yeah the co-worker blamed herself simply because of the fact that she she introduced them because she came to um her wedding and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's how they met and she said i hate like she regrets it they should have never met and stuff like that because he became obsessive and mm-hmm. it got to a point where it was just too much and she noticed the bruises and mm-hmm. she noticed like he she was trying to get a restraining order but the police how they are like well we need more they more proof the man they're like more proof first and it's like he's stalking me well how can you prove that you came mm-hmm. to my door because he's out there banging what more proof do you need i did not let him the man. in they always believe the man no, it's excellent. Like, oh, they, they always say the woman's you. crazy. The woman is this. The woman is that. And they believe the man. And I was like, they wait until the person end up dead or killing someone. Yep. I was like, that's everywhere. That's Korea. That's America. Everywhere. I know. It'd be so stupid. They're like, we need more proof. And I was like, you can't. I called the cops on him. What more do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so then. remember is that when she was gone when he was going through her belongings he found like user manuals for like different electronic devices and he found the user manual for a camera and he's like but wait i ain't see no camera where was there a camera 
So then they go back in like the middle of the night because Keepin grew up and Sangu was like, what are we doing here? This is ridiculous. The middle of the night. This is a crime scene. I don't want to be here. Yeah, because he then, said it's supposed to be like a pet camera and they're yeah. like, she has no so, pet. Yeah, she has no pet. So where so, is this camera at? <laughs> they're looking around, looking around and they find it in the vent in the ceiling mm-hmm. that's pointed directly at the crime scene. Yeah, and that's when Sangu was like, oh, we got to call the cops. <laughs> right we got we got that proof mm-hmm. so yeah, they call the police they watch the video and then you realize in the interrogation yeah yeah he's been lying the whole time yeah so in they, interrogation like they sit down with him and he's still going on about his story and she's like you sure that's your story yeah tell, you know try to give him again. one more chance yeah and he's still crying boohoo and and then she's like no you straight lie <laughs> look at this camera <laughs> the laptop Mm-hmm. And show him you a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. So, yeah, she shows him the video. Like, no, we know what happened, boo. Yeah, Stop and lying. the video was bizarre. So he bizarre. walked in and just grabbed and just stabbed her. That was the most like, un, like anticlimactic. Because he's like banging on the door and it's like, do you want the neighbors to call the cops again? Do you want to be a nuisance? I just want to say. You know, this is the last time and stuff like that. Try to convince her to open up the door. And he said all the things again. Because she don't want the cops being called again. The neighbor's going to call the cops. Nothing's going to happen. See, She's what thinking. what should have happened was, she should open the door with a knife. Or they don't got them little half locks. Like, where you only open the door part way. That's what I would have. Well, first of all, if it Honestly, was me, I would open the door. Honestly, I still would have been like, call the cops. I don't care. Right, call the, go ahead, call the cops. I don't care. I yeah. don't care type of that one, but like let my neighbors call because I don't care. You need to go. But right. no, but the thing is, he's been messing with her mentally. So her mental state mm-hmm. was broken. Yeah. You could tell she was on her last string. So she mm-hmm. lets open a door and she's like, this I has to end. To be, because she was yeah. trying to leave. Mm-hmm. She quit her job. She wanted to leave far away, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he opens up the door, looks at her, then walk his little per- little crazy self (laughs) oh crazy self to the kitchen kitchen, grab the knife come back and stab her they ain't got the nerve to say "Mm -mm, no you can't leave me he sat down in the chair he sat down got himself a drink just with the knife called 911 you know boohoo and talking about I killed her by accident it type of thing. Me how he just sat down a whole in the chair. Cycle. And then as soon as he know the cops are on his way, oh, he gets back into position trying to be mm-hmm. like, oh no, crying, boohooing mm-hmm. and stuff. A whole psychopath just mm-hmm. watching him just sit in the chair, just drinking away. Like, what the hell Mm-mm. is this? <laughs> like, he didn't even want to talk to her much. He just went straight for the knife and stabbed her. Right. Ooh, he crazy. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the um investigator of the case, um, I forgot her name, but she gives Guru a card, but like, how do you find that information? You know, Guru's just like, you know, just telling her, yeah, she didn't have a pet. I know, remember he, he gave the card back because he remembered everything that was on the card. Yeah, and she's just like, Well, okay. Yeah, Guru has <laughs> like a perfect memory, basically. Yes, he does. He definitely does. <laughs> oh, so, I also like how um, at the end, like after the guy comes out of the interrogation and Guru's there, he she hands him the artwork from the kids, 
like as a teacher that one really got to me because like yeah. I, I know my students they like love us as teachers yeah okay? just indicating how much that she was loved by yeah. these students and, like how you took that away from these children yes she was loved by people that truly loved her not yeah, like you. you didn't just like take her from her parents you took her from everyone that loved her like yes yeah because kids Crazy. kids love you as a teacher kids love you like, they will love you for crazy work, things. And I come things. back the next day, they run over like puppies. Like, Miss Bria, you're back. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Love yeah. You. yeah, they do. You know? Yeah, yeah I did so, like that moment. That was nice. And then um, Sangu, he's going through his issues where he has to fight and stuff like that. If not, he got to, you know, put up some cash. He don't got cash, so he got to fight. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the friend, the neighbor, Namu, she finds out about what he's doing because she, she is a him. stalker and a nosy neighbor. <laughs> Why would she follow him? Like, I like, there's a limit to how far I'm following with somebody. I don't understand like, how she was able I... to get through security to go down there in the first place. Because <laughs> I'm not putting myself in a dangerous situation. I'm not that nosy. Curiosity killed the cat. I am not that nosy. The minute he went through that door, I would have been like, that's tough, but I got to go. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I ain't going that Because she didn't know what she was walking into. She too nosy for her own good. Uh, mm-hmm. She too nosy. She luckily, yeah. she lucky that she was able to get out of that place in one piece. Mm-hmm. But now she's worried and she's like, who the hell is this guy now? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. But at the same time, and wasn't she he trying to, to sell the house? Not, not yet, but at one point he was trying to sell the house. Hey, See, he, I he eat too you, much. So I like forget more stuff. You watched it more recently. Yeah. Cause I remember what that part was. All the episodes, like I'm so bad at what happens in what episode. Cause the whole story just blurs together. Yeah. Like the earlier stuff I did forget, but mm-hmm. the later stuff I'm remembering. Okay. So that's kind of the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> You just want to do episode five because we've been going for like almost an hour <laughs> and then we can make a part two for the next five episodes. We just cut it in half. All right, then. All right. Yeah, so this will be a two-party, you guys, because this, this drama had a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to split it up. We're going to end it on episode five and then we'll have part two out for next time. Yeah. All right. And that'll give us time to watch Squid Game. <laughs> Yes, that's going to be next, guys. But yes, let's get back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so episode five, the trauma cleaner search for the loved one of a slain doctor to hand deliver a box full of regrets, hopes, and an unrealized future for the two. This one. <sighs> this one. Oh, my gosh. This one. So touching. So bittersweet. So mm-hmm. much. Oh my gosh. I hated people and I hate and I loved people all at once in this drama. Mm-hmm. And this episode really took the cake in like making you realize certain things about growing old, man. Just mm-hmm. growing old with the person you love, man. That mm-hmm. that was just so deep. So like in this one, we start out and we see that um Sangu went to a hospice and in the hospice is um a young guy that's in a bed he's brain damaged in the vegetable state and oh no that's episode six episode five is the the cello 
that that wasn't really like a child. I really did forget for a second. I'm, I'm skipping. <laughs> oh man, too bad. Yeah, skip it ahead. Yeah, this is the one with the doctor. Oh, this one. Okay. Yeah. Still the same type one. of feeling. Okay. <laughs> so in this one, it definitely makes me go. Oh man, I I felt so bad for this couple. I was just like, why? It could have been its own boys love drama. Honestly, this whole oh my story. gosh, I would have loved to see that. So, I yeah. it could have been it was that good honestly if so it was written episode, <laughs> this episode starts out we're in a hospital and then one of the patients is like he he's trying to get drugs so he holds a scalpel to one of the nurses necks and was like threatening to like cut her throat just bring me the drugs I want this this and this bring it to me or she dies and then the doctor steps in and like basically wrestles the guy for the night for the scalpel saves the nurse but the patient cuts his throat like right on his artery and he just bleeds out like nothing you could do he saves the nurse but he ends up losing his life in such a sad tragic way he yeah he got cut right on the like the what is that your carotid artery where you just bleed out yeah the artery yeah yeah Yeah. he became a hero I mm-hmm. wouldn't have wanted him to do that. Honestly, I don't understand where with security they came as soon as he fell to the ground. Yeah, they uh, came type of thing. So In my late. personal opinion, I don't think a doctor should have had, you know, try to be a hero in that situation. But that's me. Security no, guards are there for a reason. Why he, but we find out why he became brave. <laughs> that, that. That. <laughs> I understand that, but I didn't want him to die. Okay. <laughs> I so, get yeah. it, but I don't want everybody to be a hero in certain situations. Let the <laughs> actual people that do these jobs, security people do it, okay? <laughs> they know what they put in that line on. You know, ugh, screw that brave stuff. You know. <laughs> he was brave for a reason. That's what, get that's it. what got me I at the end. Get okay, it. wait, let's get, we gotta go through. <laughs> so, yeah, so the trauma cleaners go to, like, get his belongings together, and we meet, like, the doctor's parents, and the dad is like a high-ranking military person, like a general. Or I don't know how the military works, but he's high-ranking. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he like cares about his image, his family's image. So they're going through, they're going through the doctor stuff, and they find letters that he wrote in to his lover. And yes. we don't really know who his lover is at the time, but guru walks out and like he has the dad like here's this like letter that he wrote to his lover like do you know where this person is so we could find them and the dad reads it and the mom reads it and dad just throws it in the fire and knowing guru he's like this is my mission and try to take <laughs> the letter out the fire and i'm like baby don't do that stop it, it it's fire <laughs> but you know he's trying his best Sungu comes in it's like yo chill out <laughs> stop trying to hurt yourself <laughs> it is burnt there's nothing we can do about it at this point yeah but that's so what letter- grew though how like determined he is to like like make sure this person is like known and like respected and to make sure that the all, like the loved ones get the items that they need to get like yes yeah. don't reach your hand and fire bill but like yes. it's, it's a, the thought don't ever do that i understand but... i understand his determination but logic has to help you sometimes girl don't yeah. do that you're gonna <laughs> hurt yourself okay <laughs> 
so but yeah. the thing is guru remembers everything on the letter because us at the audience did not see it at all mm-hmm. so he remembers what's on it perfect memory and everything but the mm-hmm. letter is gone but there's other things in the box to help us indicate who the lover is because if we're not going to give the items to the family we're going to give it to the lover because there's more stuff that he left back for his lover mm-hmm. so the the sangu and namu over there betting to see which one it is because they found out through flyers that is a a celloist I think that's what it's called cellist right. yeah cellist whatever yeah i think it's a cellist all them instruments are the same thing so yeah there's like four people on this poster and they're like i have bets on this one i have bets on this one everybody chose someone but the one other yeah person. so on the poster <laughs> it was three women and a man and from the jump i'm like oh it's the guy like i just do from the jump especially because the dad was like against the against the lover i forget how we found it out but like yeah the military dad but yeah, yeah he was he not having it. it he was like yeah. what about my pride what about my honor it was just like just yeah and that's what i immediately <laughs> knew i'm like oh it's it's the guy in the poster yeah so when yeah, they, they put go, it at everybody else and it was just one other person i was like oh it's him <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of so, like okay <laughs> so they go to the concert like with the cello concert and they each pick a person and they like they basically like sneak backstage. They each pick a person and ask if they know the doctor that passed away. And they're all like, "No, I, I don't know who that is." Bye. So, and then they then they all like meet up again. They're like, "It wasn't her. It wasn't her. It wasn't her." And then they're like, "Oh, no, 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 no." Because because um, this is the thing. Both Sangu and Namu were both trying to find, and they all okay they both picked a person they both went up oh, to that no, person okay. and then they realized it wasn't them and then they saw the foreign lady they went straight for her but she said no that's not me and then guru went, to the, went to the bathroom with all this nonsense happening he's like i got to go because that was his <laughs> excuse to get back there in the first place <laughs> no he really had to go though remember? yeah because he really had to go <laughs> he really had to go so he's in the bathroom and he sees another person in there with him and that's when he realized it's that person because he has because a of a tattoo of the doctor's with, name with the doctor's name on it so he comes back to tell them and it was like no it's not them it's him and they're both like wait a minute you serious it's the whole man <laughs> <laughs> so they finally get to the guy they're Sango's like, uh, yeah, so do you know him? He passed away. And the guy was like, I don't know this person. He's a stranger to me now. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they, it, you, we'll find out about his story. But mm-hmm. yeah. So he's like, I don't know this person. And then Guru's like, he passed away. And the guy was like, what? So he yeah, finds out moment. right then and there that he has passed away and things like that and he's kind of like in a shock state and everything mm-hmm. and, and Sangu like decides later. to take girl away like why you tell him like that <laughs> you know and then he... suddenly everybody's looking for the guy because then he yeah. runs away he runs away he had a whole concert like... to do and they can't find him 
Yeah, and that's when girls like we have to find him because we have to give him the items. Yeah, yeah. The staff is looking for him. Homie ran away, so they're trying to figure out where he went. And they're saying that, well, they're thinking that he'll go back to the place where they first met, which was the hospital that he worked at. So he yes. runs to, yeah, so he runs to the hospital, like, cause and he's still in denial. He's like, no, no, he can't be dead. He's in denial. Then he gets to the hospital and sees the memorial they made for the doctor. Yeah, in the emergency room. And that's when mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, so heartbroken and so sad that the guy that even though he broke up with, he still loved him and he can't believe he has passed that away. Backstory, oh my gosh, those flashbacks took me out. Like I love the backstory. Like how he got into a car what was it, a car accident. Yeah. And he was like, ah, where my cello at? <laughs> like and they were speaking in English too. And he was like, Yo, I know. no. I'm here to take care of you. Your cello hey, can't wait. <laughs> that was so, that was so random to me. I'm like, why? Why are we? Like, I get he's. A, I guess because he's an international like cello player. Yeah, but. and it seems like he speaks more English than Korean too. Yeah, but he's also probably in America a lot more often or mm-hmm. internationally. Yeah, at least yeah, his English was good. English together. At least his yeah. English was his good. English was good. The doctor's English was a little eh. But, but he he's not international. He's just a yeah. basic doctor that knows some English. He learned the basics. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it was cute. Their like story of getting together was cute and how he played cello for him on Christmas and it was adorable and I love them so much and I really I wanted know. nice things for them. But then I remembered, oh yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, their backstory made me go, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Then I realized he is dead. Right. <sighs> because like, they show flashbacks of them like in the streets in Korea and the guy wanted to hold hands but the guy was like well people are around and mm-hmm. he's like whatever <laughs> stuff like that he's more open because you know he's from America <laughs> well we don't know Mary he might be Canadian who knows I forgot where he was but he Americanized well, let's put it like that he, he's international he's been around the world where people are more free yeah so he didn't care for people knowing but the doctor you know he's still in his korean no culture and his dad dad too and you already know how his dad would feel things like Mm -hmm. that they go to the movie theaters and even in there you know he's still wary but you know he's trying to know be bold and stuff like that with him Mm -hmm. because like he's always been working you know holiday shifts and stuff like that he's a very predictable guy even at his job and things like that and doesn't seem like he has a lover and anything even his co-workers like you still here type of thing <laughs> like don't you have someone to go home to or something but you know but with him he's like you know trying to be brave trying to you know not worry about the things so like um the cellist cellist whatever he gets this opportunity to go to i forgot where for some type for some type of opportunity and he's like oh it was i think it was like san francisco yes san francisco you want to know why i remember that because like whenever i hear san francisco on like tv shows and stuff it's always like because it's like the gay capital of america (laughs) yes i was about to say that but i didn't know if it was appropriate (laughs) 
in my head when it says San Francisco I'm like oh you guys will be perfect that's the perfect place to go for y'all y'all can do whatever y'all want it's San I mean I watch family guy they yeah. literally talk about San Francisco like that <laughs> yes it's a stereotype but in my head that's what made me remember I'm like oh that's the perfect place y'all need to go there yeah <laughs> y'all could literally do whatever y'all want yeah but, um, and be free and open yeah so the doctor yeah, at first was like yes I'll go with you mm-hmm. and stuff and everybody's like uh. in my head I was like uh, I guess he didn't go <laughs> you know the guy was so happy the cello was like yes we'll go together you know he's oh, finally gonna he take some so vacation cute. he never took you know because he has piled and piled yeah, the days of vacation and stuff like that like so it was like you know it was supposed to happen and then he comes to the airport oh, but he don't have the baggage he got his bags packed the cellist he is ready to go like and then and then the doctor walks up no bags no nothing and it's like I'm, I'm sorry I'm not going with you bye and, and he's like head, I'm, like, I'm like, not brave enough I'm gonna go get married like my parents want me to yeah, type of my nonsense parents want me to marry a woman and the other guy was like tell me you love me though tell me you love me and the guy was like <laughs> he couldn't say it he couldn't say it and he was like you know what I should never have met someone like you. Mm-hmm. You are a coward. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that doc, like, I was like, I understood kind of like if, if you were, I don't know, if my, if your father is like that, I kind of understand, but you could have gave him some notice. Like homie had his bags packed. Like it was in the airport. Like, you could have told him last week, a few days ago anything you don't tell him literally the last minute yeah also, that was... be brave who cares go to San Francisco live your life your dad is not living your life you are living your life yeah like you could tell he definitely needed to be a little bit braver and stuff like that mm-hmm. I was just like dude you should have went man yes, like come on like your parents will get over it like screw them and if anything <laughs> lie say you go into like a doctor conference something yeah, you, know. <laughs> you couldn't lie <laughs> like just tell it's them that, if they don't a, like a it like they'll get over eventually they gotta yeah. get old and realize it don't mean much you know he definitely like could have just yeah he could have just did what he wanted like i would yeah. just like i would kind of understand if like his parents were gonna like cut him off because they look they had money they look they had money but yeah, they're definitely doctor. Like, boo, you got your own money. You could be self-sufficient. You you literally don't need them. Yeah, he like, could have went to another family, hospital in like, another country and still family. get a job. Yeah, you could cut off family. If family is not treating you well, you could cut them off. And sometimes you need a break from family. You could have yeah. been like, I'm just going to leave y'all on pause while I do my life over here. Right? Okay, I'll exactly. be back. <laughs> like, come join me when y'all get it together. Type of thing, you know? Yeah. But he, he's different and stuff like that. So he didn't go. They broke mm-hmm. up. And that's when they, you know, like a year later, the incident mm-hmm. happened. And, you know, they, then we get back to them finding him, you know, and he's in shock. And they also give him yeah, his he's on the roof of the hospital. He's at the roof of the hospital and they give him his items. And in there you see a ticket to go to San Francisco 
two day after his performance the, mm-hmm. the next day after his performance because he was going to go with him now he was mm-hmm. brave now he was not mm-hmm. a coward anymore he was going to leave it all brave. behind a little too brave you know he was going to leave it all behind and go with him Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it didn't happen, you know. The guy's crying, you know, so sad. But he finally goes back to do his performance. Oh, wait, and, and then Guru, so Guru read him the letter on the roof. I forgot what the letter said. I'm so serious. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was basically like you made me want to be a braver person and stuff like uh, yeah. that. So that's yeah, the something part like that, that got me because like, before he met him ain't no way he's saving that nurse he would have called security like he was supposed to do but because homie made him brave look what happens you don't need to be brave all the time i know <laughs> this is what you could be brave in certain situations like be brave in who you are as a person like definitely be brave in that but if somebody got a knife maybe don't be brave all the time yeah they could have talked why. to him down the security could have did something yeah we could have handled that definitely and then that guy just wanted drugs after. just give him the drugs and call it a day man yeah i wasn't gonna fight drugs, him over no night. what is that that is something else he'll probably od eventually okay but <laughs> <laughs> well, i was gonna say give him the drug like put security at the front door give him the drugs and then just catch him on the way out the door i know he can't like, hold a nurse forever yeah, and if leave. anything, the police could have came and shot him in the head behind his oh, back. Gosh. Something. <laughs> yeah, it could. That situation could have been uh, if, thought through yeah. a little more than yeah, let me yeah. Jump at this guy holding a, a scalpel. He he was too much in a hair mode. <laughs> yeah, scalpels are real sharp. Yeah. So that was something, but it was just so sad. At the his concert, he did his solo and he. Before his solo, he talks about the, his lover and things like that, and how much he means to him and how he'll always have him, mm-hmm. you know, close to his heart and things like that. I love and, how know, they like put the doctor like in one of the seats, like imaginary, like ghost doctor. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he's like he's saying it to the doctor, and he's wearing both the rings that the doctor oh, had yeah, gotten. The was, oh my gosh, the rings! Yes, and they're. And he finally plays his solo song, the which is song the Christmas song. The same song he played when he was in the hospital. I know. I was just like, ugh, this whole scene, everything about it. <laughs> I, I couldn't anymore. Yeah, that was a good one. Did anything <laughs> else happen in episode five? I honestly can't remember. All I remember is that, that was couple. the highlight, though. Yeah, the couple. Oh, yeah, that was a good episode. Sango is still being Sango. And now yeah, Sango still, still being, being Sango. Still hasn't gotten it together. You, you oh, I think Nambu, that he's getting there, but. I think Nambu also put a, um, a hidden camera in the house to monitor the um, uncle. That was episode five? I believe so. It, it oh. has to have happened by now. It was I at think. some point. <laughs> it, it, it should have happened by now, I believe. Yeah. It's like the baby monitor. I think because I think that's how she was able to follow him. So it probably happened before, but it happened already. I know that much. <laughs> like I said, she is a nosy one. <laughs> yeah, she's so nosy. Okay. So yeah, that's the end of episode five. Yes. So we will be back for part two. And it's probably going to come out the next week. But mm-hmm. yes, we had a lot to say. We got off topic 
we're gonna have a, a lot more bit. to say at the end because at the end it gets deep it's a yes. lot to talk about so we're gonna break this up and hopefully by then everybody will have caught up and watch all of it or will want to watch all of it by then mm-hmm. so yeah get your tissues like it's a like we for are the end joking definitely about get your it, tissue. it really is like depressing sometimes <laughs> this drama because at the beginning i really thought honestly oh this isn't too bad but towards the end i'm telling you waterworks all yeah. waterworks i was literally like stop just stop just kill me now i, I don't want to watch because oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just so much i was like one after the other it was like come on i just finished are you telling <laughs> me there's more to this story mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it was we're just gonna heartbreaking at that in the next yeah. episodes there's more more uh loved ones that need to be contacted there's more death and it's just so like sad but also heartwarming at the same time yes okay so if you want to talk about this drama with us you can find us on our socials so follow us on instagram at your neighborhood on these or on twitter at on these podcasts so yeah let us know your thoughts on this drama and anything that we missed or anything that you want us to talk about in part two for episodes six through ten anything else you want to add no i'm good okay well i would like to add the NCT song sticker is trash. And I said what I said. Do not at me. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>